Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. Thank you so much for listening. Today I found out, well actually yesterday if I'm being fully honest, that the podcast has just gone over 80,000 downloads. That is mind-blowing. It's incredible and I just wanted to start today by saying thank you because I really do feel like this podcast is a collaborative effort. Yeah, we've got the beautiful mediumship Natters girls who come on and share their wisdom and their knowing and their perspective, which is just so fantastic. I've got you guys there with your questions and your cutbacks and your different takes on things, which I just love hearing, and your reviews and your shares. Just thanks, guys. What a team. Of course, because it's me and it is the end of September, I'm really hoping that we can get uh, to 100,000 downloads for 2022 because that would be fun, wouldn't it? What's life without targets? And that kind of ties in with today and the topic, which is the waiting game. 
And it's always interesting because sometimes I come at this podcast and I think I know what I want to talk about. And then um, it goes off in different directions and things like that. And sometimes I get the title and I've got a rough idea of where it's going to go. But then we just flesh it out when I start talking. And I was trying to write notes about what I was going to speak about before I hit record and they just wouldn't come. And I knew that spirit wanted to work with me in this moment to direct it. So we'll see where we go. Now, one of the things that I'm really experiencing with people at the moment is people being stuck, people waiting for permission, waiting for something to happen, waiting, waiting, waiting. And it's such an interesting energy. I think that there's something in the human condition or certainly in our programming at this time on earth where we become very disempowered and we sit and we wait and we feel like we have to be given our future rather than create our future. And I think there's a balance in this. So let me talk about both sides. One of the things when you're trying to create the future that you want and the experiences that you want is sometimes it's a good idea to get out the bloody way because sometimes in our interfering and our trying to make it happen and our trying to understand of the process from A to Z and we think we know best what C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K is, then we're getting in the way of it for the spirit world who actually know that there's a much better route. I do completely agree with that. But then we need to talk about inspired action, don't we? And this seems to be the bit that holds people back. Because when we think about being inspired, we think that that's going to come from an external source, that the spirit world are going to bring somebody into our path who is going to inspire us, who is going to make it happen for us. And that, for me, is a disempowerment. I've had a run of really lovely readings with really amazing people, some spiritual assessments and card readings in the last couple of weeks. And all of those people have already known everything, I think, that I've said to them. Now, that is the human condition for sure. We all do that. We all get in our own way. And the spirit world tell us that not the spirit world, we tell us, sorry, we tell us that we need to hear it from somebody else to believe it. But often we already know what we need to be doing. We already know the steps that we need to take. So what is it about being us that means that we won't listen to our inspiration when it feels like it's us? What is it about being a human that even though we know we've got our own spirit, our own soul, our own higher self, our own guidance system, that we still want to wait for an external force to tell us it's okay? And we all do it. I do it too. And it's so interesting to me. So many people with these amazing, fantastic plans sitting in this sort of tornado of energy when I'm communicating with them that is so exciting and so filled with wonder and energy and amazement 
And they're just sitting there going, yeah, but should I though? I really want to do this, but should I do though? I really want to offer this, but should I though? And as I mentioned to you guys the other day, I've started writing my own Reiki course. And this has been momentous for me, absolutely mind-blowingly momentous, because I realise that things need changing, things need to evolve where Reiki is concerned. In honesty, I believe that in most of spirituality, there's a lot of stuff that needs to evolve and shift and change. And we're breaking down that sort of pedestal of the gifted ones and understanding that we're all gifted. We all have this connection, this knowing, this space to work with spirit. And yes, within that, there are different people suited to different aspects of it. But as an individual, we can all communicate with the spirit world, get inspiration and information from the spirit world. Just like we can all heal, just like we can all tune into whatever we want to because energy works with intention. And it, the greatest intention is just allowing and accepting and getting out of the way. Why is that so hard? <laughs> should be the easiest thing to do. What is it about us that means that we just can't do that? So as I sat down to start writing the manual that I've been doing um, over the last week and working with spirit and asking them to inspire me and give me the words, and it's just been flowing out of me with almost a fury. It's such a fast energy. And I realise it's like a bottle with a cork in that's been shaken up and shaken up and shaken up. And finally, I'm allowing that cork to pop. But what it took for me to allow that was somebody else saying to me, dear Cece, saying to me, well, why aren't you doing this? Mikayo Azui was a human being and Kevin Kaur was a human being. What is it about you that means you think you can't add your own take on this? And for that to just, like a key, unlock my energy. It's not that Cece said anything that spirit wasn't already saying to me on some level. It was just that she opened my mind to be able to hear the answer. What is that? Why do we find it so hard? And one of the things that Spirit have really been talking to me about recently for my students is momentum. It's a really important energy and we have to understand that as mediums, we bring the momentum. As people in the physical, we bring the momentum. So it's a really important thing when you're doing a mediumship reading, I believe, to get it going to build momentum with that spirit at the beginning, to enable the blending to take place, to enable that speed of connection and information to come through. If you start slow, you remain slow all the way through a reading. So you almost need to go faster at the beginning to not enable your brain to come in with your you're making this up dialogue, to build that energy with the spirit, to get it going and take control of that energy. And that I think is also true in us and our desires. There is a time for getting out of the way, but there is also a time when our focus on getting out of the way becomes the very thing that is holding us back. And it's a, 
align to balance there. And of course, part of this is that we will get it wrong sometimes and we will ignore inspiration that comes. But I really feel that sometimes we're there going, can I have this spirit? And spirit are going, yes, here it is. And then we're going, well, is that it? And they're going, yeah. Well, it doesn't look like what I want. Well, no, this is the first step of what you want. Okay, well, am I allowed that? Well, yes, of course you're allowed that. Well, am I allowed that though? I think I should just sit for you to make it clearer. And then we wait and we wait and we wait and we hold ourselves back. And do I believe that there is a time where what we want is unavailable to us? No, I don't. I think that it's always there. And Amanda was asking me the other day about um, potential. Is there a time limit on potential? If you do an aura graph for somebody and you can see a beautiful stream of purple energy coming in and you know it's potential and you know that it's there to take that person to the next level, if they stay in that holding pattern, will they stay in that holding pattern indefinitely? And I think to a certain extent we do. And I think that free will and choice being the overriding rule of all spiritual connection and energy means that spirit can show you in as many ways as they can that it's for you. But equally, if you don't reach out and grab it, it'll just sit there. And you'll keep thinking, oh, I wish I had some inspiration. I wish I had something coming in. So there's so many ideas here, isn't there? God, there's so much I want to talk to you about and everything that just came out of my mouth with spirit then. But first of all, let's just say, what? why is it that we are unable to take steps? Why is it that we think that the spirit world need to bring us everything in one go? I want to climb the top of the mountain. I want to be at the top of the mountain spirit world, but I won't take steps up it. I will wait for you to come along and transport me directly to the top of the mountain. That holds people back a lot. And that kind of, well, I want to do this and this feels really big and epic and amazing. And I can feel the energy of where I want to be. But this tiny little step I'm taking in that direction doesn't feel big enough or worthwhile enough. And so I'm just going to wait and not do anything. What is that about? Because we all do that. I do that all the bloody time. What is that about? And can you think how frustrating it must be for the spirit world <laughs> to be around us, hearing our thoughts, understanding our energy and us saying, I really want this. And them saying, here it is. And then us saying, well, that's not all of it. And them saying, well, no, but you've got to get some steps towards it. And we go, well, that's not going to make any difference. That's a shuffle. That's not going to get me where I need to be. And they're not doing anything. Yeah. And I have to say, I'm in a reflective mood at the moment. But if I look at my demonstrations and how much that has changed for me, it's just completely nuts. And so if I could give you any advice, dear listener, for your spiritual journey, for creating the things that you want, it would be, don't wait to not be afraid because I'm still afraid. Don't wait for permission because if they want you to do it, 
they'll show you and if they don't you will most certainly know i've had to cancel some courses recently that spirit clearly did not want me to be teaching at this time no one signed up for them um i yeah there's this kind of you've got to build the momentum you've got to get it going you've got to step out of your comfort zone growth does not come so that you then feel confident stepping out of your comfort zone. It's the other way round. You step out of your comfort zone. You have that experience. You feel all of that absolutely petrifying horror of it. And then you grow. So if there's something you're waiting for and you know that it's big, and you know that you almost feel greedy or like you shouldn't be asking for it or shouldn't be wanting it, and you are waiting, take a little step. Take a little step, even though that voice inside of you is going to protest and say, who are you to do this? You can go, okay, cheers, I don't really know. But if I don't do it, who else is going to? And step forward. And I think that is how we find out who we are. And that is how we find out what our gifts are and what is important and unique about us. Because I do absolutely believe there is space for everybody, as long as everybody is being unique and not trying to be a copy of somebody else. That's where the problem comes in. So it's about finding this bravery that you don't think you have. The confidence that you don't believe you've got, fake it. Sit with your imposter syndrome. Let it say everything it wants to say and do it anyway. And that is how you will learn. That is how I have learned. When I first started um, standing in front of an audience, let's talk about that journey. I was doing spirit guide readings with oracle cards with uh, my friend Abby. And Abby was doing mediumship. And I was so called to mediumship, but refusing to allow myself to do mediumship, believing that it was that gift that was given to some, knowing that I had this brilliant connection to spirit guides, which I've, I've always had and I'm very grateful and lucky for, and feeling like it was greedy to ask for anything more than what I'd already got. And sometimes, I might have told you this story, but we would go to the pub for a drink afterwards. And um, we would sit and sort of dissect the evening. And one evening we went to a local pub and some people who had been in the demonstration were there. And this lady who I knew, who was a friend of a friend, said, oh, Hannah, you, you were good. Well done. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Done. That was, that was all right. But Abby, oh, to have a gift like yours. That's amazing. Oh, Abby. Wow. To be able to do that and reunite people with their loved ones. You are incredible. And that lady didn't mean it the way that I received it. And she may not even have said it the way that I received it. Because let's be honest, we all receive through our filter of expectation. But I was heartbroken. And um, I went home and I cried. And I said, oh, it's so unfair that I can't do evidential mediumship. I really want to do evidential mediumship. But I have to be happy with spirit guides i'm sorry spirit guides that i'm not happy with you because i really want to do evidential mediumship but i am grateful for everything you've given me and then you're tying yourself up in guilt because you feel like you're spitting on your spirit guides going thanks for all the evolutionary inspiration and advice but i really want to do evidential mediumship and the whole time the whole whole time Spirit were there going, if you want it, do it. If you want it, do it. Why is she not doing it? And I know that. I know that I had to go on this journey and I know the journey is part of it. But I also know that it was always available to me. It always was. And they just kept offering it until I got out of the way to allow it. And now when I demonstrate, funnily enough, I do a mixture of both evidential mediumship and spirit guide readings because spirit guides are so fun and quirky and hilarious. And we do it with oracle cards because I love it and it's fun. And people ask questions and we put the questions in a hat and we pull out the questions and the cards, 99% of the time, relate directly to the question that's been asked. And it's so fun funny I had a lady the other day this question was I hope she doesn't mind me sharing this should I tell him how I feel and I was working with Yasmin Boland's moonology cards and it had um oh bloody hell what was the a fiery climax awaits or something like that and everybody in the audience was cracking up because it was just so funny should I tell him how I feel a fiery climax awaits you can't deny that spirit guides have got a sense of humor and they're very uplifting. And I think because I had so much, so many issues about feeling disheartened, even though it's such a great thing to be able to do, ah, oh, so much judgment for that feeling, but it's how I felt. There we go. It's, it took Amanda saying to me, why don't you ever do cards at your demonstrations? Because they're so good when you do them on lives. Everybody loves them. For me to be brave enough to go back into that old energy and see it anew. And again, to feel like spirit was saying it was okay to do that. So it's so interesting. And then, you know, I started in July last year, as you know, a very small audience, 30 people, I think. And um, doing that demonstration on my own because Abby has moved away and discarded me. And uh, move, you know, that quickly grew. 30 was good. 
but I wanted to see what I could do with it and experiment with it. And we've had such an amazing year this year of experimenting, of pushing limitations and dealing with the judgments that myself has on that and where I sit with what I want to do with my mediumship. But I think in all of this experimentation, I'm learning what I want to do with my mediumship. And I'm understanding that actually I like a balance. I do like the small and intimate nights, but I am a performer and I love the energy of an audience. If you can get them to come on board with you, it's just takes everything to the next level. And I like to make people laugh. It's not just about my mediumship. I like the attention of it and understanding that about myself and doing an experimental night with lots of people in Maidstone and it being not a very comfortable night for me and not very pleasant and not very enjoyable and then feeling like that was spirit telling me I shouldn't do big nights then doing a big night in Faversham and loving it and having one of the best nights ever and understanding that there's more at play here than just numbers but as I look at that bit of my journey over the last year and the path and the twists and the turns I understand how much clarity it's given me for next year and how I just feel like I'm in the space that I need to be in. So as I'm contacting venues and some are getting back to me and some aren't and I'm booking some and never hearing again from others and all of that stuff, I feel that I'm in a space where I can surrender to it and trust in the plan, where I don't need to keep pushing and pushing and pushing it because I have a funny feeling that something's going to happen next year for me and I need to not be fully booked with demonstrations every week and that's why no one's getting back to me because even local venues that I've been working in this year aren't getting back to me. I mean it's just nuts, there's something at play. I also accept within that that I wouldn't feel that confident in getting out the way of it had I not had the experience of the growth and the growth came because I let my momentum build up and I took a leap completely out of my comfort zone. People say to me all the time, you've got to be so brave. How did you get brave enough? I didn't. I just really, really, really wanted to demonstrate. So booked a venue. So the Hannah's patented uh, registered trademark <laughs> patent pended, <laughs> pending um, view on if you want to do it, especially with mediumship demonstrations, is book a venue. Don't wait to feel ready. Don't feel good enough. Don't hold yourself back. Just book it and then shit your pants and see what happens. <laughs> I can't take away the shitting of the pants, I'm afraid. But it's just so important. And I really feel that if everybody was just doing their thing, generally speaking, everybody would be happier. It's frustration and feeling stuck and feeling trapped that is holding us all back. Don't wait for it to be perfect. I know I've said this to you before. Just start. Yeah, so if you are in the waiting game right now and you know that there's things that you want and you're waiting for spirit to bring it, why not try changing that dialogue to spirit what can i do now 
to start me in the direction in which I want to go. And if it's things like money, that's when manifesting comes in. When you say things like, I really want to do this course with this person. Can you help me create enough money to be able to do that? I really want to book this hall. Can you help me create enough money to be able to do that? But equally, what can you do now to make it happen? If you're one of those people that came to my tiny little Dems in my Reiki studio all those years ago when I was starting and you were all squadged in and there was no space for anybody, you will know it was a completely different kettle of fish to the work that I do now, both in the standard of my demonstrating, my connection and the evidence that I could bring, but also in comfort and wow factor. We were all crammed in. It wasn't comfy. It wasn't professional it wasn't what I what I want from my mediumship but I had to start somewhere and there are so many of us that have got this wonderful ideas and inspirations of things that we want to do and yet we're telling with ourselves we can't because it's not good enough it's not perfect it's not this it's not that but you've got to start somewhere Oh, for some reason now, I just want to talk to you about things that I did at home, which when I started, which um, I don't really do much work from home anymore. I've got one closed circle that I have run um, for many years that we meet once a month now. And those ladies who have known me for a long time, they come. Um, but I don't like having my space as available as it used to be to people because obviously being more out there doesn't feel as yeah. And also it's my home. It's my family home. But I can tell you for, for years I did stuff at home. I had people in my living room doing Reiki courses with the old decor that we inherited from the previous house owners that we couldn't afford to change for years. Uh, people complaining as they sat in the lumpy sofa that was Alex's grandmother's that we inherited and stuff like that. And at the time, I was so stressed and trying to make it into something else. But I'm so grateful for those times now because that was my practice zone. And I'm still practicing. God, I'm not where I want to be yet. But there's still this feeling here. When I look back at it, I'm so grateful for those times and I can smile and I can laugh at the disasters and the time my dog made everyone jump when he started barking in the middle of a meditation or Indeed, the other day when he was in circle and he just farted in the middle of it, which really did add a certain ambience to it all. Um, and sometimes your washing machine goes off and sometimes a parcel gets delivered. And But even in bigger venues, there's always something like that. In Faversham the other night, the lady just couldn't get the mic running properly. There's always something. So these little bits that you judge because you think, well, I wasn't ready for this and it needs to be perfect are actually your training ground for bigger things if you want them. And if you don't, that's also fine. It's just finding what is right for you and your balance in it. But I don't think you'll find it until you get some movement in your energy. And that is your job and not something that spirit can do for you. That's the thing. We all sit and wait. They'll bring it. They'll bring it. And we're stuck there still 
waiting like a statue. And they need us to bring that movement and start the ball rolling. So take that first step, even if it feels ridiculously small in the grand scheme of things. It feels like it's not going to happen. It's not going to work. Because who knows where it will take you, what it will do. And have no shame in that. What is it about modern society where we have to be promoting all the time a a lack of reality? I've had it, you know. I've started my new mentorship program. I've had um, two lovely people to sign up for it. And then I've just had somebody else sign up. And it's funny, isn't it? Because we want to be able to go all of that promotional shite that we see. Oh, I've sold out and it's this and it's that. But actually, I would rather work with three people who really want to develop and let it grow and find the right people than I would have 30 people that aren't in the right space. So why is it that we have to pretend all the time? Because I feel that urge within me in the human part of me to pretend that it's bigger, to not acknowledge that we're selling out, that that things aren't happening, that we're cancelling courses because no one's signing up for them, that why are we, why, why do we need to pretend this stuff all the time? And it's the same with every demonstration that I do. Ticket sales are slow, 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 slow. And then as soon as they start selling out, they go like dominoes, nearly all gone, sometimes instantly all of them gone. And it's just such a funny game to play all the time when you're wanting to be spiritual and you're wanting to be in that light of truth. And I would never lie. I never lie. If tickets are selling, they're selling. But just that people feel the need to do this. I've seen people on Instagram doing posts where they say nearly sold out, last few spaces available. And then a week later, they've cancelled the course because there wasn't enough attendees. And I know that it's hard and I know that it's really difficult when you're in that space. But I also think we have to be honest because the rest of us, we're all looking around going, holy heck, how did they do this when I can't do it? When actually nobody can. There's been an interesting thing with spiritual teachers recently and friends of mine that work where they've been saying to me, I've had to cancel a course and I've gone, I've had to cancel some too. Because actually, as soon as you know that everybody's in that space and you can understand that maybe there's just an energy that everybody's in at the moment where they don't want to commit to courses and then you don't feel like you're on your own. Yeah, I don't know. Was that relevant? Did I just go down a rabbit hole? Most probably. But it kind of is. It's that idea that everybody else is doing it perfectly. That holds us back, I think. We think, oh, I'm only going to do this if I can get this many people and this many things in and do this many. And it it doesn't always work like that. That Reiki course that I just taught, the Azumi Reiki course, had 20 spaces. And I ended up with five attending. I had some last minute cancellations, as is the way that things are at the moment. And it was so profound for me. And I just know if it hadn't been those exact five people, if it hadn't had the exact energy that it had, 
that I wouldn't have got from it what I needed to propel me forward. So sometimes what can feel like it's not working the way it should be is exactly what we need. But if I hadn't even been brave enough to book the hall and offer the course, then I wouldn't have got anything. So let me know what you think. I hope this makes sense. I always have to listen back to these and just go, oh my God, what was I talking about? Because spirit come in and they're inspiring me and I'm inspiring me and there's so much yab and yeah. But just take that step. What can you do today? And I'll catch up with you again soon. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.